Uh, we've reached the second half on this Tuesday. Main Street Sports today. Coming up, Chip Walters, our weekly guest on all things Blue Raiders out of the borough. Also, we've got our daily Braves chatter coming up in just a moment. 12 in a row this day in Braves history, so stay tuned for that. Mo is still flying high. And Top 5 Tuesday, it's going to be a good one. It is Top Sporting Events Attended going to be a lot of fun i've already got mine filled out gentlemen so that is a first you know it must be good if i'm this far in advance of filling out my top five it's going to be a fun second half welcome back in jp the hall of famer mo Patton, and our special guest host today on this tuesday our old friend andrew the earl moore who is uh, live from uh mule town and asgard brewing afternoon gentlemen I really am impressed that you've already got your too. top five filled out two segments before I know. Top Five Tuesday. So I, know. Um, <laughs> I, on the other hand, do not. So <laughs> may need y'all to stall a little bit while I catch up. But it won't be during this segment because, as you said, the Braves. I woke up to a text from a friend of mine, Bill Evans, who is a Cardinals fan. Mm. And so I know how begrudging it was. But... Um, <laughs> It's just, what's it say? Nice dirty dozen. Okay. And, and it took me a second to realize what he meant. But <laughs> but as you have pointed out on the screen, 12 in a row now for Atlanta following last night's 9-5 victory at Washington. Um, that one was a little, that one hurt a little bit because second baseman Ozzie Albies suffered a fractured left foot um, on a swing during the mm. fifth inning of that ball game last night and was placed on the 60 day disabled list. And that, like I said, that hurts. That hurts. Uh, um, think Orlando Arcia will get the bulk of his playing time immediately. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out, but obviously he's a, he's a key cog. Hadn't hadn't been hitting real, real well, but was starting to show some signs along with everybody else on that team, including George Plaster's favorite player, Adam Duvall, who hit another home run last mm. night. Um, Braves hit five in that 9-5 win. They have um, hit 89 now on the year. Wow. And in this current... Um, run differential over these 12 wins so it's it's not hard to see where they where the key has been to their success here of late it's been on offense so they've suddenly been fun to watch they're playing a lot like uh tennessee vols a little bit huh well <laughs> or were getting good hitting and 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 oh. were yeah, yeah past tense mm -hmm. Let, let's hope they can keep it rolling here a little bit getting some really good hitting and getting some pretty good pitching you know kyle wright with another um fine performance last night and max free goes to the bump tonight so we'll see if we can get 13 against the nats but they have um they have suddenly made the East a little interesting with the Mets being off last night. The Braves come into today five games behind in the NL East after all of the proclamations from up north that <laughs> the National League East had been decided. Yeah. So, uh, Mo, I'm 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 curious. You know, last year, so much of this team in this special run, there there was this. Um, 
really cohesive group. It felt like they were they were having fun and and it was a really good clubhouse. Uh, I think that certainly has continued to some degree. The impact of Ozzy Albies, because because it feels like to me. I'm not invested as much as you and Chris are on a daily basis, but he appears to be one of the leaders of that cohesiveness. So him not being on the field, plus it's up the middle, too. I mean, and that's that's a that's a big loss. But what is that? How big of an effect do you think this will have? Yeah, that's a good question, and I don't know that we have an answer to it as we sit here less than 24 hours after the injury. Um, I think it's going to be a little a little jarring for them to walk out there without him because I think he started every game that they've played this year. And so um, to not have him out there at second base, particularly for Dansby Swanson at shortstop, I yeah. mean, I don't know when the last time was that he's played with somebody <laughs> other than Ozzy. So um, it, it could be a little jarring, but at the same time, I think he's going to be around. Uh, he just won't be on the field, which that's – not necessarily a just, but uh, I think he's still going to be able to have his voice heard and that kind of thing. Um, but it'll, it'll be interesting to see how they do respond to this. Again, I think Arcia is going to step in immediately. Um, he's expected back in about six to eight weeks, I think. So I don't know that this is an opportunity necessarily for Alex Anthopoulos to go out and, and work his magic to um, get somebody else in like he did at the deadline last year. But um, it'll be, it'll certainly bear watching to see how they do respond to not having him in the lineup and not having him out on the field. But, you know, they've done some really good things here over this last two weeks. As I said, they've, they've not lost in June. So that's amazing. That's amazing. 12 in a row. And Andrew, go ahead. How, how important, how important Mo, would you say you say now that we're in June, still a few months of baseball left, how important would you say this 12 in a row win streak is for this team right now in the standings? I think it's huge. I think it's huge in the standings. I think it's huge for their psyche because they were, you know, win one, lose two, lose one, win two. They, they were just kind of in a rut. And I think, you know, even though they were the defending world champions or the defending world champions, I think they w- realize that. But I think at some point you just start to wonder, you know, hey, how, how good are we? And, you know, to run off 12 in a row like this, and obviously a lot of people want to say, well, it was Oakland, it was Pittsburgh, it was subpar competition, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> All you can do is beat the people in front of you. And they've done that their last 12 games. Now, you know, is the schedule going to get tougher? Absolutely it is. I mean, um, they're going to have to play some some solid folks here before very long, but it's better to win 12 in a row against bad folks than not. Well, and and, and, so, two, and, and Mo, we talked about this yesterday. George made the point that baseball, I think, more than any other sport, uh, opens up for, I guess – quote, upsets, if you will, teams that with bad records on any day could beat a team with a really good record, could even sweep a series. He talked about the Pirates went and swept the Dodgers. So, you know, mm-hmm. the, the whole, the, the idea that, you know, it's been easy because they've been maybe sub-500 uh, record teams, it's still baseball. They're still pros. And as you say all the time, Mo, what, they still drive 
Mercedes too. Is that right? They still drive. They drive Mercedes too. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Come on. But you know, they 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 finish up this three game series tomorrow at Washington. They get an off day on Thursday. They they go to the Cubs for three, and then they come home for four games against San Francisco and three against the Dodgers. So you know we're going to see here pretty soon just how good this team is. Again, San Francisco is playing some really good ball right now. And the Dodgers are just the Dodgers. So we'll um <laughs> yeah. we'll see. But I mean, again, I'd rather beat Colorado, Oakland, and Pittsburgh than not. Hey, so, twelve in a row is twelve in a row. We're not gonna no. give them back. Yeah. Twelve in a row is twelve in a row. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Is that music I hear? It is music, yeah. I'll pump it up for you there. There you go. Okay, that's okay. Uh, I just wanted to make sure I hit my cue. Yep. Um this day in Braves history on June fourteenth, nineteen fifty two. Warren Spahn tied the National League record of 18 strikeouts set by Jim Whitney, who pitched in the late 1800s, by the way, oh. and accounted for, Boston, for the Boston Braves only running a 3-1 15-inning loss to the visiting Chicago Cubs. Spahn's solo shot in the sixth gave the Braves an early lead, but the Cubs scored in the top of the ninth to force extra innings. If you ask a starting pitcher to throw 15 innings today, <laughs> they'd probably slap you and walk out of the clubhouse. But um, In happier news, also on this day in 1952, Brave Scout Dewey Griggs signed Henry Aaron to a contract. Mm. So kind of off the spawn law. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That was a good, that was, that was a good, it was a good day, as Ice Cube would say. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right. On that note. Yep. Um... That was what? That takes us to about three o'clock here it does. on Main Street Sports today. Yeah. And when we come back, we will have the voice of the Blue Raiders, Kip Walters, joining us. So be sure and stay with us. treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731. 
888-558-5731 and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports today on this uh, Tuesday, June 14th, 2022. JP, the Hall of Famer, Mo Patton, and our special guest host today, one Andrew the Earl Moore. And uh, coming up, we got our top five Tuesday, our uh, top five sporting event that we have attended now i've been fortunate for a few but i can't wait to hear what mo has to offer because not only games that he's attended as a fan but games that he's covered oh man this is going to be good and i know uh chip will have an answer as well he'll be able to pipe off something that he's attended. So I can already see he's already shaking his pen at me, Mo. I don't know if you can see that in there. So I'm anxious to see what he has to say about that as well. <laughs> Welcome back, Mo. Chip Walters, the voice of the Blue Raiders, joining us here on Main Street Sports today. Chip, good afternoon. How are you, sir? I'm all right. Tell me something. What um now that the 2122 <laughs> athletic year is over for Middle Tennessee State, have you swung into 2223 yet or are you just kind of catching your breath or what's what what happens in June for Chip Walters? Uh interesting you brought that question up. Um and it, it the, the the athletic season did end over the weekend with women's track uh, finishing in the top 25 in the nation and, uh, and uh, Miss Quartang national runner up in the, in the high jump at 1.92 meters. So, uh, I mean, and she was like, hold up, hold up, stop, 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 stop. Yes. One, 1.92 meters (laughs) in imperial height. What? Hang on here. Let me see what, let me make sure I get this. Abigail Quartang, personal best of 1.92 meters. Both jumpers mm-hmm. are moving away. Oh, she tied her personal best at 1.92. And I think that's where she, yeah, she finished at 1.92. Texas A&M's Lamara Diston uh, finished the year, uh, finished at 1.95. So three one hundredths uh, or three millimeters, I guess is what that would be. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Convert <laughs> one point nine two meters to imperial. It's in, in, oh yeah. It's summer. We're not supposed in, to have to do math, right? Well, that's what happens when he starts talking metric. I know the whole metric system. Well, the only reason I'm talking metric is because I read it. That's it wasn't good. because I know <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, that is six point two nine feet. So six 
six and a six feet six three. Uh, Six, yeah, something like that. Six feet three inches, something like that. That's pretty that good. That. That's pretty jumping good. over boat. That's jumping over my head. So <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not bad. That's pretty solid. So um, now is she is she a senior, Chip? She she was a a, a one and done, a, a one year transfer, and uh, and and again national runner up there. You know, last year middle had a national champion. Uh, in the in the men's steeplechase mm -hmm. uh, this year, the women finished 25th uh, overall because they had what five different athletes that competed: Esther Issa, Usila Chip Kimmy, who she she was in three different events, uh, and and so the, the 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 top 25. It's the first time they've ever placed in the top 25 in the outdoor meet they were uh they have been in the top 25 in the national indoor meet before but for uh interim coach keith vroman uh that's uh you know really good thing for him and um so he's uh I'm, he was i saw him the other day and he was he was all smiles they had gotten back from eugene oregon and and uh that's that's a you know that's quite an event and uh and middle has always you know done very very well in both the indoor and the outdoor chip i'm i'm curious uh, the, the last the yeah. last couple of times oh go ahead mo sorry i know there's a delay there you had some more questions go no ahead, no, no you go ahead go well ahead. Uh, chip i was just gonna ask you no you're fine <laughs> spring spring fling obviously i was i was on campus still a lot of construction around the athletic facilities or some uh and there's been a lot of talk about it what, what is now that we're there are no events happening right now. So, what's the latest, and what's our what's our timetable on some of those improvements that are that are going to be happening in, in that area? Um, well, you, there's no middle, there's no MTSU events, but if you go over yeah. there. Murphy Center is swarming with uh, this week. It's it's boys high school basketball teams. Next week, women's uh, girls high school basketball teams. But uh, there is a did they get the windows uh, all all in there at murphy center there, there's that's in the process it's it's, okay. it's they're within a month of being completed and and you can already if you if you're over on the south side which is where alumni gym is okay you can already uh see the difference uh i mean it it it's uh you don't really think okay 50 year old glass <laughs> does it lose its luster well apparently it does and new technology with the new windows that are going in all the glass in the glass house is being mm -hmm. replaced. Okay. And, and on that South side, you look at it and it's, I mean, it's, it makes a huge difference in the look of the building and with the new technology, they can uh, hit a button and, and the glass turns dark. Oh, so stop it. on, on day games, <laughs> you know, where we, you, sometimes you've had the, where the sun would, would sliver through, uh -huh. you know, onto the court that won't happen anymore because of, of the technology that's involved in the new windows. Um, they have been surveying, uh, the new tennis outdoor tennis complex is, will be, they will break ground on that in the next six weeks. Okay. So by August, around August 1st, they're going to break ground on coach Jimmy Borndame's new outdoor tennis facility. And then, the student athlete performance center, which is uh, one of the, the big uh, pieces of the hundred million dollar uh, upgrade 
is uh, they there. You can go over there now and you can see where they've uh, already made uh, they've made marks on the ground of where certain things are or are going to be. And from my understanding is that current weight room and game day room that's there on the north end of the stadium immediately after the end of the season, it'll, it'll come down and construction on the new student athlete performance center, which will be multi-level and will look over into the stadium, uh, will begin, uh, and, and, and that's all part of the, the phase one and, and everything that's going on already in, uh, in Murphy center with the glass as part of that, you'll eventually get to where that whole Northeast corner gets taken out and the new atrium and entrance way where you come in very much like when you come into Bridgestone arena, you'll come into a huge atrium lobby area with, with escalators that'll take you to the track level oh, wow. and into your seats. So there, there's a lot of stuff that's about to start happening. There's uh, fundraising is still going on. As a matter of fact, on GoBlueRaiders.com, there's a two-part uh, uh, interview with Chris Massaro uh, talking about uh, a, a lot of these, you know, summertime subjects that that, that we're talking about here, uh, which in, you know includes uh, you know, fundraising, not only for this project, but, you know, the annual fund that, uh, helps with the every year operation. Also, he, he kind of delves deep into the new look conference USA, what it's going to look like this coming year. And then what it will look like a year after that, because there's going to be two, two changes mm -hmm. in conference USA over the next two years. We will drop from a 14 team league to an 11 team league this coming year and the biggest change you're going to see is number one there will be no more uh divisions in football and also in basketball you will go from an 18 game schedule to a 20 game double round robin schedule so you will play everybody in the league twice in basketball both men and women and so that'll be for the 22-23 year then from the 23-24 year you add back you you lose uh, you lose the schools to the American, and you have the new schools coming in like Liberty, Jacksonville State, uh, New Mexico State, and Sam Houston. So you uh, you'll be back to twelve at that point. Uh, no, you'll be at ten at that point. So they'll have to do some other some other math on that. But but Chris Massaro, like I said on GoBlueRaiders.com, there's a there's a a, a two part uh, interview that he did with Sam Doughton, the, the, the excellent staff writer for GoBlueRaiders.com. And, uh, and again, he, it's, it's, uh, talking about a lot of different subjects, uh, again, this time of year, which as, uh, as we mentioned, these summer subjects, it's about time for folks to dust off the old Mount Rushmore, uh, <laughs> hours of conversation that'll be coming along somewhere. So, um, <laughs> so what's that mean for you, Chip? Yeah. What else have you got going on? Well, again, like you, like you, like you mentioned, um, one of the things I did, as a matter of fact, here in my paper calendar, okay. uh, I, I, I snuck in an assistant basketball coach's office the other day and uh, took a picture of the non-conference basketball schedule. So, putting some of those dates in the calendar already, uh, and uh, and and just so I'll kind of have an idea of, of what 
the end of November is going to look like in particular, but also uh, working with a, a company that uh, that uh, I'm, I'm going to use this year to help with my the, uh, with my spot charts. Here we go. And, uh, and, uh, there's a, I've talked to this guy several times and, uh, and we're working out where, where they have it, where it looks like the format that I've currently used. And, and so when you're less than a hundred days out from the season, you, uh, you start doing that and looking at that. And also, uh, a radio crew is going to be along with, uh, several other folks we we've, we've got a night at the sounds next tuesday night so we're going to go enjoy ourselves now that the entire athletic year has been completed we'll tell you i, I added it up the other day uh for the blue raider network broadcasts during the 21 22 school year uh through our our our, uh, our parent company of, of learfield we I, th- I think i counted correctly 169 different wow radio broadcast throughout the year between football, men's and women's basketball and coaches shows throughout the year, along with baseball. So, uh, so we had, if you averaged it out, we had something on the air about every other day throughout the entire season or the the entire calendar year. That's true blue right there. (laughs) Yeah. The the workhorse chip Walter joining us here on main street sports today. Um, No rest for the weary. Football season opens September 3rd with the Blue Raiders at James Madison. James, we'll go to James Madison and then a trip to Miami to take on uh, to take on the U and uh, then back home for Tennessee State and um, and then go on the road to Colorado State before diving in to the uh, Conference USA schedule. But so again, not an easy non-conference schedule and to play three of those four on the road. Uh, People think about James Madison, they're in their transition year from, uh, I still call it one double A to one A, but they, you know, they've got a, they've got a national championship in their pocket from recent years and have been right in the thick of things uh, there. Uh, Miami, uh, after they've got a coaching change and 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 we're very familiar with uh, the head coach they have now because he was at uh, FIU for several years and really had them on the verge of doing great things um, and then uh, and then out at uh, uh, out at Colorado State you've got a new head coach there uh, I think it was at the gentleman from uh, Nevada that's the new head coach for Colorado State and then uh, I think it'll be an electric atmosphere on September 17th when uh, Eddie George and the TSU Tigers roll into to, uh, Floyd Stadium. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I think it will be too. That that trip to Fort Collins can can be tough. I mean, with elevation and that kind of thing, that that's not an easy place to play. As Vanderbilt no, found out last year. Exactly. It, it's, it's not in uh, you know, you're, you're playing at atmosphere. I mean, we used to play uh, university of Denver uh, in, in basketball and uh, you walked out of your locker room and in very big letters right across the hall from your locker room door, it said 5,280 feet. Uh, so uh, they, they, they let you, they don't mind letting you know that you're <laughs> playing right. at altitude and uh, a beautiful stadium, uh, Colorado State, probably about 10 years old, maybe. Uh, 
and and they they have a really good atmosphere. Fort Collins for fans that are I think a lot of our fans have decided that's going to be a, a good road trip to take that and uh, and uh, obviously the Miami looks good looks you know like a nice trip. But we actually make two trips to Miami this year, one for the U and one for for FIU. But you know that 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 will not be like you like you mentioned that will not you can't overlook uh, Colorado State. Uh, at all because they've been very good in the whack over the last several years and this is a, a good non-conference matchup I think for both schools both uh, football programs and both conferences uh, in, in 23 I, I'd really like to see a whole lot more of that Chip Walters the voice of the Blue Raiders joining us here on Main Street Sports today Chip I know we talked to you maybe a couple of summers ago and you were Driving down to Birmingham to take a train to New Orleans or something like that. You got any train trips planned this summer? No, no but I tell you that was a great trip. Went uh, took a I did take a the Amtrak from Birmingham to New Orleans for a weekend, and I can tell you it was about as hot then <laughs> as it is here now. Uh, I mean it's it's as as uh, you know it's it's hotter than a hoochie coochie. There's no question about that, and. Uh, and uh, thank you, Alan Jackson, for thank giving you, us Alan that. Jackson. Yes. yes, but yes. Uh, mm. but now you know the one the one trip I have planned is uh, I do have one during the open date in football to go to uh, the Gulf Coast, and I am not saying that there won't be another little spontaneous getaway uh, into that area before football starts. Sounds good. Hey, dude. One thing yes. also want to make mention. Uh, came out today, APR scores came out, and all of middle 17 teams have earned uh, a, an APR rate of over 945 in the multi-year, and all seven and all 17 sports uh, were uh, well above the mark on the one-year rating. So, and that's above 930 and. Uh, Middles, all, all 17 sports have been above the 930 mark for 12 years straight. So that's something also uh, really, really, really proud of. Making us look Getting smart, Mo. Man off the field. Making us go. look that's smart, right. all these MTSU graduates. Come on. A, ch- ch- a championship trophy in one that's hand right. and a graduation <laughs> ring on the other. So I like it. That. I like it. Chip Walters, the voice of the Blue Raiders, joining us here on Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. When we come back, Top 5 Tuesday. Oh. Stay with us. Oh, wait. Oh, hey, oh. Hey. oh yes. Whoa. Your Top 5. Yeah. Your Top My 40 top event. event that I've, I've ever attended. Yes. The 1982 NCAA hmm. National Championship game when, the, when uh, North Carolina beat Georgetown. I was sitting right there when, when they threw it to James Worthy. Unbelievable. Oh, wow. And I was a freshman in college, and here's this other freshman <laughs> dude down here making the game winner, Mr. Michael yeah. Jordan. Yeah, initials MJ. Did you take the train to New Orleans for that too? No, I did not. <laughs> I did not. Uh, that, that was a, a that was a group of about four guys crammed into a car, heading through the night uh, into staying with uh, one of their cousins in Slidell or that's somewhere. A, that's and, an all timer, uh, Chip. That's that an all-timer. That, that was a good one. Yep. That's good stuff right there. Appreciate <laughs> you, Chip. <laughs> See you, boys. Later. All righty.
Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990. Or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931 388 8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931 388 5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931 388 5731 and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back. Final segment on this Tuesday, Main Street Sports Today. JP, the Hall of Famer, Mo Patton, and Andrew, the Earl Moore. And it is time now for Top 5 Tuesday. And I tell you what, um, it is presented uh, by Mid-South 5 Fitness. Uh, Mo, who's been uh, supporting this for a long time, and we are so thankful for for this sponsorship. yeah. what? Whatever shape you are in, Thallus can get you in better shape. <laughs> Trust me. Two locations, one in Franklin, one in Columbia. Be sure and check them out. Mid- Mid-South 5 Fitness and Top 5 Tuesday brought to you. All right. He froze up for just a moment. Um, tell you what, he was, uh, Mo, Mo, did you get your five uh, listed? I did. I did. You ready? All right. Well, why don't you why don't you lead us off with number five then? Number five. Um. Number five. I'm gonna go with, and this is where I thought Chip was going with his when he mentioned 1982, but um, he shocked me. Memorial Gym. MTSU Mm. 50, Kentucky 44, opening round of the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I've heard my dad talk about that one. I know he was in the building, I believe. Uh, yeah, that's a red letter day or a blue letter day for there we go. the Blue Raiders. Blue letter day. The blue letter. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, all right, Andrew, what do you got for number five? 
Uh, my number five is a game that I remember for two very specific reasons. We're going back to 2010, the state championship game uh, between Columbia Central and Hendersonville, where Columbia, I believe, won 28 to 14 first state championship in over half a century at that time, I believe. There you go. And you're a look at you with a you're a central guy, right? I yeah, am. Uh, yep. I am. Uh, now I was on the sideline. Let's not let's not pretend I was actually on the field. But I did uh, I did cheer a lot and uh, <laughs> actually almost died that day. So that's another reason why. <laughs> Definitely memorable. <laughs> why we're, I remember that game. So we're glad that worked out for you. You'll, yeah, you'll have to tell <laughs> yeah, me more about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the story behind the story. Um, I have props for my number five, fellas. I have props. All right, it's one good thing about being working from the home office today. Um, Thursday, November fourth, two thousand and four. Ring any bells? It was the say it again. Thursday, November fourth, two thousand four, the inaugural game of the Charlotte Bobcats. Wow! There you go. Uh, as a as a member of the staff there, they gave us these uh, commemorative tickets. Um, they played the Washington Wizards. That night at the Charlotte Coliseum. So, there you go. He has props. I have props. I got more on that one, too. Here's a little sample of the old floor. They uh, So, yeah. How about that? That's solid. Yeah, there you go. Props. And that's just number five. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> makes me wonder what you got no, for one through no, four. No more props. Actually, I do have props oh, for number okay. one. I do have props for number one, so keep going. Number four. <laughs> My number four. Um... 2008 Memorial Gym also uh, Mississippi State Vanderbilt Shane Foster 42 points Senior night Did we lose somebody? Andrew oh, oh, Are you there still there JP? Yeah I, I hopped <laughs> off to get my other prop For number oh. one So sorry <laughs> Well no that's okay You scare me when you go away like that No Um <laughs> Shane Foster's 42-point performance on senior night. There you go. Anchor down, baby. Anchor down. Yeah. Andrew, number four? JP, um, um, Andrew, yeah. Yeah, I'm also going to go back to 2008. Uh, Philip Fulmer's uh, last uh, home game versus Kentucky. I believe the score was 28-10. to 10. Not a lot of passing, but uh, the balls had over 200 yards on the ground, uh, Arian Foster, I believe, was a big part of that. Okay. All right. Good stuff. Sounds about right. Uh, number four, I'm going to go to South Bend, Indiana. I don't recall the year, but it was recent, the last five years or so. Vanderbilt went and played football over at South Bend. Took a weekend with my dad, flew into Chicago, stayed in Chicago, had a weekend with some other friends from Lawrenceburg who were Notre Dame fans. Uh, we're able to tailgate in style, and Vandy put up a good fight. Probably should have won, uh, but it that's a bucket list to go to a football game at South Bend. It was fantastic to be on campus. A beautiful, uh, warm September day up in uh, South Bend. It was fantastic. So, number four. Vanderbilt should have won that ball Yes, game. they should have. Yes, they should have. Yeah. 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 All right. Number three. Um... 1995, Legion Field, UT Alabama. Peyton Manning, Joey Kent, Ooh. 75 yards, first play from scrimmage. 
UT snaps a, what, 10-game losing streak to Alabama, 41-14. Long overdue. <laughs> yeah. And the floodgates were open. Yeah. Let's see. This is uh, this is where it starts to get a little bit more predictable for me. Uh, going back <laughs> to 2006, the Colts are in Nashville to play the Titans. Rob Baronis is standing on midfield and kicks a 60-yard game-winning field goal. I was about 11 years old. And unfortunately, I hate to admit, I did have my eyes covered because I was <laughs> no too nervous to watch. But fade. I was there to I was there to reap the rewards of that. If if I'm not mistaken, they were all in their baby blues for that win. Is that correct? They were. Yeah, uh, that's what blue I tops, blue bottoms, absolutely. Yep. Baby blues. All right, uh, number three for me. Um, Really, I, I've been to several SEC basketball tournaments growing up, but one in particular was in Lexington, Vanderbilt, the 92-93 season. Vandy won the regular season that year with Eddie Fogler uh, as the coach, Ronnie McMahon, uh, Billy McCaffrey, Steve uh, Lawson, I believe, uh, the big redhead center, um, and uh, Bruce Chris Elder. Lawson. Chris Lawson. Bruce Elder and Kevin Anglin. Franklin guy, Kevin Anglin. Um mm-hmm. So, but uh, that was a fun trip up to um, up to Lexington for that. Uh, Vandy didn't win the tournament, but um, it, it was just a great experience. And the SEC tournament in general, especially when Arkansas joined and they started calling the Hogs, it was just it it turned up the uh, electricity to a whole other level. So there's that's my number three. That's your number three. Number three. All right, my number two. And and this may be on Andrew's list as well. I don't know, but. Um, Music City Miracle. Two. Okay. It's not on my list. I was unfortunately not there. You were a little young for that, I guess, Andrew. Right? I was. I was probably five or six years old. Okay. Oh, yeah. I forget how young you are. Mo, Never were mind. you covering it, or were you there as a fan? I was. I was. Okay. And a lot of folks had already gone down to the field from the press box and kind of yep. got out between. And I, for some reason, I stayed in the press box. Oh, so, so you I actually got to, got see, to it. see it. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. man. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's got something. Which is, that's <laughs> that's the reason why me and my family never leave a game until it's completely yeah. over. Um, yeah. And, and for my, yeah, and which for my number two is another reason why we never leave a game until it's completely over. 2019, Kansas City versus the Tennessee Titans. Ryan Tannehill runs the ball down the middle of the field, throws to Anthony Berkshire and then hits Adam Humphreys for a touchdown. And then Josh Kalu comes off the side and has probably the most beautiful field goal block I think I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> Good stuff. Go. Stay- crazy, yeah. crazy game. All right. <laughs> uh, number two, I'm going to go back to 1991, just shy of Christmas. Up in Chicago for my sister's 16th birthday, we were going to a Bears game against the uh, creamsicle Tampa Bay Bucks. It snowed, but we got there on a Thursday night. Well, my dad, who is, is infamous about uh, talking his way into some things, he, what would you suggest? Well, he asked the concierge, you know, hey, I think the Bulls are in town. Yeah, they are. So we were able to commandeer a pair of tickets in the mezzanine level at Old Chicago Stadium. 1991 now. This is December of 91. Um... Or 90, actually. I think it was 90. Yeah, it was 90 because it was... Uh, no, it was 90. 91. The first year the Bulls won the championship. Guess who was in town to play the Bulls that night? 
the Los Angeles Lakers and Magic Johnson. So the only time that the Lakers were in Chicago that year in the regular season was that night. We got to go see them play. Of course, later that summer or spring, they met in the NBA Finals. And uh, that spectacular move by Michael Jordan, as Marv Albert so eloquently put, and the Bulls were off and running with their first of uh, six championships with Michael Jordan. But I saw their regular season matchup in Chicago Stadium back in December of 1991. Number two. That's uh, That's your number two. That's my number two. Okay, that, that's setting a pretty lofty, lofty yep. bar there. Yep. My number one, Titans-Rams Super Bowl. Mm, yeah. Oh. Oof. And they're covering that too, right? Man, I was. Yeah. I was. I, I, I think everybody that was on the Tennessean sports staff was there for that one, actually. But were, yeah, huh? were you on the field for that yard short, or were you still up in the no, press box? No, I was, I was again. In, I was in the auxiliary. Press box for that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah, it's tough to watch. All right. Andrew. Yeah. My number one, again, predictable nonetheless. Still a great game. Uh, 2009, Arizona Cardinals are in Nashville to play the Tennessee Titans. Vince Young leads a 99 yard drive, two minutes left, throws it to Kenny Britt uh, with, I believe, no time remaining, uh, and wins the game. And, uh, keeps their playoff hopes alive. Of course, we didn't make it that year, but uh, it's not often you get to see a 99-yard drive. Yep. All right. Uh, I'm going to stay in that same stadium for my number one, and I have props again. Ooh. It is, um, let's see the date on here. Um, I don't it, it doesn't have the date because the tickets were bought well in advance, but the Music City Miracle, pair of tickets right there. Divisional playoffs, you see that, the focus may be, but um, Adelphia Coliseum, divisional playoffs in uh, January of 2000, and uh, I was in the end zone that Kevin Dyson ran into, mm. so, um, you know, I mean, the electricity, of course, I'm, I'm one of 50 million people that say that they were there, but I have proof, I have proof. There you go. I was there, that's, that's my number one, so there you go. I got to give an honorable mention to the 2018 Class A Baseball State Championship game, Columbia Academy okay. and Loretto. Oh. One nothing, full of innings. I called that game, Mo, on local radio for uh, down here in Lawrence County. I have I have a YouTube video, just a graphic, but of the audio call of that game. It was fantastic. It was. It's, it was it's the best high school baseball game yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. Absolutely. It was great. Yeah. Well, there's your top five twos. They brought to you by Mid-South Five Fitness. Again, Thales Steel. Two locations, one in Franklin, one in Columbia. At Steel Athletes, I believe. No E. But, um, again, whatever shape you're in, Thales Steel will get you in better shape. Check him out. That's going to do it for the Tuesday edition of Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Tomorrow on the show, we have Heather Williams talking NASCAR. Um, we will have as our special guest host, Charles Pulliam of the Williamson Herald. Our second guest is yet to be determined, so stay with us. Obviously, it's Wednesday, so that means wild and wacky. Wild and wacky. So be sure and come come back with us tomorrow and check that out starting at 2 o'clock. 
Andrew Moore. Thanks for sitting in with us today. We appreciate it. Well done, Andrew. Always good to see you. Hello, JP. Always appreciate it. Same. All right. Again, that'll do it here. Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Come back with us at 2 tomorrow. See you then. Thank you.